0: Uh, John Corpina there right on Wall Street, corner of Wall and Broad. So how are you feeling? I mean, we had the big miss in the jobs numbers, but uh, we're seeing a bounce back in some of the stocks. Your thoughts?
1: Hey, Nicole, nice to talk to you. And, yes, this is on the balcony of the New York Stock Exchange, your, your old stomping ground. So can't can't wait to get you back down here for a live interview. Um, Yes, so jobs missed today, we saw that. Clearly the expectations were way too high uh, for, for what we got. The analysts really missed the mark on this one. And I think that was kind of setting us up for failure. What's nice to see is the market is shrugging it off. We've seen this time and time again, how the market just shrugs off bad news. So the jobs numbers with that big miss there teaches us one thing. We need to manage everyone's expectations about reopening and our economy. We cannot imagine that this is gonna skyrocket straight back to where we were pre-pandemic levels. At this rate, it's gonna take us close to two years to get close to where we were pre-pandemic levels. And that's probably healthy. We don't want it to move too fast. So the expectations today were way out of line. The markets has absorbed that. I think we also understand that our economy has grown, has gotten better. Every day we're getting closer and closer to reopening. What that means in some states is different than others. The effects of the economy uh, from that will take a lot of time. But I think uh, you know, getting past today's numbers and putting things into perspective is much more important than the actual underlying data that we saw.
0: I can't believe how far off everybody was with their estimates for this jobs report. I mean, honestly, and and the prior month being revised, right, lower, fewer jobs added. Um, It just was a complete miss. And it's bad news. And you say the market's shrugging it off. But you know what bad news is? Bad news is good news because it means the Fed keeps the juice, right? And I know you're watching VIX and Treasuries and the dollar. Um, yep. on the heels of all of this, but it means that the Fed is going to keep its easy policies. Those will remain.
1: Right. So who's the winner out of all this? And it's, it's the Fed that can kind of stay their course and use this data and use this miss um, to hang their hat on and say, we need to continue to you know, add additional uh, finance to the economy. We need to continue with our stimulus. We need to continue our programs. Those, they are the ones that, are, that I think came out best on this because they don't need to pivot. They don't need to shift off their plan right now. I'm not an analyst. I'm a trader, but you're absolutely right. These analysts really missed the mark here. I'm surprised how far off they are and especially how many of them were that far off to get this number such a a wide gap in between revisions from uh, from from last month too. That just shows us where this disconnect is. So I think we have to go back to what I said before. We need to learn from this. We need to understand that this is a slow, steady process. It's a drip by drip by drip, and it's going to take time. We cannot expect, and nor do we want to expect, that the lights are just gonna flick back on and everything's gonna go back to normal. Not healthy for us to get there. We're still seeing many industries that are struggling to get back into play, right? We've seen it in retail. We've seen it in travel and leisure. We see it you know, specifically in the airlines that are slowly expanding. We have it in the cruise lines that are waiting to expand hotel, leisure, all these areas there are still lagging behind many other different sectors that are out there. Until they play catch up, I think that's when we'll get to see real the real effects on the economy, where people are spending their extra dollars that they have in their pockets.
0: You know, for someone who wants a reopening, they're probably gravely disappointed because they want it to be fast. You know, to your point, we have to do this in a slow and steady manner because it just needs to be somewhat methodical. A lot of people aren't even going back for the second shot. At the same time, you have Goldman Sachs, right? JP Morgan saying, get back to work. Um, the NYSE, it's my understanding, is, is boosting how many traders can be in a booth. And and that's good news, you know, assuming you're doing it safely and the reopening happens in a safe and, and clear manner. But there's going to be a lot of job owners that are really disappointed that their workers are not coming back faster. And I think that's going to be a story that we're going to talk about for the next 12 months because people got yeah, very comfortable it, working from home. It, and
1: it's a fine balancing act, right? There's, there's the fear of being a business owner. And you've had to lay off people or have people work from home. And when is the right time to bring them back? And do we really need them? And then you've got the other side of, well, is the virus going to come back? And what does the fall look like? Right? We've gone through this yeah. vaccination process and we gotten those numbers. Um, do we need a second or a third vaccination in six months or a year? Are there other strands that are out there, other variants? We don't know. So I think... Companies are playing it very yeah. cautious as to what it's going to look like, but it is very nice to see that you've got large corporations that are embracing people to come back to work, being able to work with them, set up some sort of a hybrid model of a John. three days at home, two days, uh, yeah. two days in the office, or vice versa. And I think from there we'll be right. able to adjust.
0: John, give me some stocks here, and, and the thought on earnings season. We had a lot of Fang and Tech last week. This week we had like Uber and Lyft and. Some of the other names next week, we have Disney, BABA, DoorDash. Um, How are you feeling about stocks in general? Is there a sector you're liking better because of what you're seeing in earnings?
1: Yeah, so we've gotten pretty good earnings reports so far. Uh, We're through about 400 of the 500 S&P stocks and a close to about 85% on the beat there. Once kind of opposite of the jobs numbers today, I don't think the bar is set very high uh, for for beating those expectations just because of all the unknowns. It's really what's the future going to look like. I think at this point right here, we're seeing oil trade at at high levels. That's helping the energy sector trade up. We're seeing the 10-year trade down and dip below levels that we haven't seen recently. And I think that's putting pressure on the financials there. I think the work-from-home stocks, you're going to start to see a move, a rotation out of that as we continue to see – reopening, and that process there. And I continue to keep my eyes on the TSA daily numbers to see how many travelers are traveling, how that relates to travel and leisure, airlines, hotels, cruise ships. Once you see that number tick up, we're about 1.4 million right now. As that continues to tick up, I think we're going to
0: see uh, some, some good support in that sector there.